take three, take two sucked. First one. Yeah. Break it up. Yo, I break it up and spit it like tobacco in right fields. I'm acting like a savage and exploding like minefields. So much aggression and expression of minefields. Like fighting for my life, a rap attacker with mic skills. The time is critical and ticking like time bombs. My offense is pivotal, my lyrics will bear arms. My defense is evident, I block and I jab back, duck and attack and smack him with the back of my left hand. Just like a horror movie. Moment you ran into me, an evil spirit, you hear it, and now you'll never lose me. Call it some braggadocious magic like hocus pocus. Tiger fist with a little bit of the dragon lotus. Who needs a bodyguard? I'll hit your body hard. 55 hit combo to split your phony squad. Thinking faster than brain matter can spark a thought. Plan a suggestion, inception before the script was bought. Battle with axes and hammers and bullets blazing. Call it amazing the way I'm raiding your masquerade. Previously on Battle Wounds Podcast. It was the 100th episode. We went on 75 different tangents, and... It's a perfect Battle Wounds episode. <laughs> Except for we didn't talk about Captain Marvel's hair. Oh, that's true. But oh. we did mention Gilbert Gottfried, so we're good. There we go. We One did for have two. A, yeah, we did have a Gilbert Gottfried reference. Aflac. 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 Now I want to watch Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> if I had something in one hand. Hey, why don't you uh, forget about this one? <laughs> That's a classic. What would you say is the best buddy cop movie? Oh. So many. Good God. Wow. That's, That's just rough. a Yeah, that, that is, is a damn good question, I sir. Have Probably one for every decade, maybe, but yeah. I can't like put them against each other. If you had to pick one that, like, <sighs> in my lifetime, not like overall, think I'd say the think w- within your lifetime, not overall in like all time time. The one that I, I connect with the I'm... most is Riggs and Murtaugh. I was gonna say Lethal, Lethal Weapon. Weapon. Yeah, is that? Oh. Do you think that's generational, or do you think that's no? Because like, I, I like Lethal Weapon. Yeah. And you guys are older than you. Old, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Way older than I you. I think after me, that generation probably has not watched Lethal Weapon. I think it kind of fell out of the, the loop. Yeah. I think they're... That's why they were safe in making the TV series. Yeah. The, like, middle of the road, not good, but not bad. They it was okay. Fucked themselves over with that actor. That guy got pissed. Yeah. That guy got really pissed. The country boy? The one who plays Riggs, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Poor Damon Wayans. Oh, All he wanted to do so was just be in a new TV show. Damon Wayans was actually kind of being a dick from his perspective, though, if I remember listening back on that story. Yeah, but I'm going to give credit to Damon Wayans on this one. You think After so? After the stories I heard about the other one. And I don't so remember I, his name. I just I, remember the stories. I only listened to one interview with, from the guy who plays Riggs's perspective. So I'm very one-sided on it. And he definitely painted Damon Wayne's out to be a dick. <laughs> Bless you. <Woo-hoo. laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, you get, you did the double of a, it is COVID central in here. All right. <laughs> I just saw Chris have a mini panic attack. <laughs> 
we need to bring a brown paper bag for Chris to hyperventilate into anytime. What's at the bottom sees. of that bag? More COVID. More COVID. Open the Co- window. <laughs> COVID God. for everybody. Birds and rigtone. I would at one point in my life, I probably would have said Tango and Cash because Stallone Ooh. and Kurt Russell, great combination. That's a good combination. What about Jay Leno and Pat Morita? Collision Course. What a great movie. That was a great movie. Only for the sole fact that Pat Morita is so goddamn funny. Small bladder, full bladder. <laughs> Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Um, it, I, I don't even think that one would crack my top five. It's a mine. Uh, Rush Hour wouldn't Chan. crack your top five? Are you shitting me? I'm I'm from a different generation. I too. love like Jackie Chan. Hence why essentially Bruce guys that Willis clip. and yeah, Tracy oh, Morgan. Yeah. Oh, and Cop Out. Cop, Cop Out. Out, which oh. Kevin Smith swore he would never work with Bruce Willis ever again in this But life. that movie's so... That, I like that movie, but just it's, knowing it's how... It's the weird pro- dynamic of like Bruce Willis being like the older guy and Tracy Morgan just... Being Tracy Morgan. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Buddy Cops, it, well, not even so much Cops, but him and Samuel L. Jackson in Die Hard 3 was a great combination. Yeah. But I, we already knew they had great chemistry, so. I think Cop Out was Bruce Willis finally not caring about his career. Yeah. Hence yeah. the name. Cop Out. <laughs> it was literally all about that. Turner and Hooch. Oh. Um, or better yet, K9 with Jim Belushi and a ooh. dog. Oh, or I was going to say Dragnet. That's a good one. Yeah, the TV show and the comedic movie. Yep. Uh, there's other ones too. Uh, Will Ferrell and Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg yeah. So that is my favorite Will Ferrell movie. Okay. So, solely for the fact that he was he was Gator the Pimp. Yeah. <laughs> Mine and is Gator's Eurovision. Always wear Jimmy's. Oh, that fucking movie. Eurovision was mine. Which one? Eurovision? Yep. Uh, And that was supposed to be called the B-Team, but they changed it to the other guys because they didn't want to get confused with the A-Team movie that was just coming out. Oh, but that would have been great. Yeah. B-Team would have been awesome. Sign me up for B-Team. I dig that. And that was the cameo, too, by The Rock and and Sam Jackson as they died going out the window. They should sequel that movie. God damn it, they should sequel that movie. I actually don't like Will Ferrell, but... You don't like Will Ferrell? Not normally. I didn't like him when he was on SNL, and the, I didn't like him in the early days, but then Anchorman came out, and uh, the whole... We all fell in love with Anchorman. We all uh, fell in love Milk was a bad Anchorman. choice. You shut up. You yeah. are always the wild card. Uh, yeah. yeah. Elf. You seek... Oh, Elf? I no, Elf. I wasn't down with the Elves either. Elf's all right. I didn't see Elf till way... Actually, I didn't see Elf until I started dating Katie. That's how far along... Oh, wow. Yeah. That's how far along in my life I went with that, without Elf. I enjoy Elf the Serial more than Elf the Movie. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh... I tried the female ones, The Heat, Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. Oh, yeah. And that's a fucking that. awesome yeah, movie, yeah. too. Feds, which I used to love, which was um, I Rebecca De Mornay and uh, Mary Gross from Saturday Night Live, a very early Saturday Night Live actress. I don't, I don't Feds. think I've ever saw that. They're both uh, cadets at the uh, FBI Academy, and mm-hmm. they play these games where they pit teams against each other and they team up because Mary Gross is the nerd. Rebecca DeMornay is the kind of the loose cannon and all that. And then Ooh. they team up and they win the police game Academy. at the end. Oh yeah. Police I Academy. Police Love. Academy. Six was always my favorite and it didn't have Gutenberg in it. Cause the wait, six was the beach. Five was the beach. Five was beach. Six was Russia. Six was, uh, oh. 
Police Academy Six, City Under Siege. City Under Siege. Where it turns out it was the police captain. Oh no, the mayor or the police commandant. Um, not the big guy, not Gaines, um, but the other, like the the big big police. Turns out he was the behind the whole thing. That was the one that Bigfoot made an appearance in it, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I remember that shit. Well, that also was in. Ah, thank you. That was four. Uh, Bobcat. Love Good old Bobcat. Oh, I love Bobcat. I love that he's directing now. Um, I also love Michael Winslow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, Hooks just passed away. Who? The Lieutenant Hooks. She was the, the, the short black the, woman. The small voice. Who would always talk like this? Oh, and then dog like, yeah, yeah she yeah, just yeah, passed yeah. away. Oh, that's a bummer. She would talk like this and hear what you're saying. <laughs> Don't move, dirtbag. So, so she kind of reminds me of Shirley. Oh, yeah. Community. Like, they ripped that character off, like, wholesale. That's nice. That's nice. That's not nice. <laughs> That's not nice, yeah. That thing about the jukebox is way too specific to be. <laughs> um, yeah, other buddy comps. There's so many. There are. There are There's quite a, a lot, few. Yeah. We won't count dogs with comps. Right? I was just thinking RoboCop, but that's not really. No. Like, he's not. Well, he's, it's him and you know, Murphy and the other one there. Uh, I forget her name. Any uh, male-female combinations? Uh, Stallone and Bullock? Which one? Demolition Stop, Man. Stop or my mom will oh, shoot. Oh, Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Yeah. I do love that movie. I Plus, like... Wesley Snipes' is Phoenix was awesome. Yep, Simon Phoenix. Yep. I like Demolition Man and for Otho how progressive was it was. Yeah. Plus, the... Sh- Glenn Shaddix. Holy shit, where did I pull that one from? He doesn't so. know how to use the seashells. No. He doesn't know how to And that was like, that was COVID before COVID. Yep. Oh, yeah. Rob right. Schneider makes an appearance as the fucking... Okay, so I'm going to tie this into Disney because okay. I can do that. Ooh. So in the film, everyone has the implant, you know, so that they swipe in their, their wrist or whatever so that they can yeah. swipe. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's how they're identified instead of having an ATM card or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Disney has this thing called a magic band, which is basically it's a wristband that has an RFID chip in it that contains all of your data. It you can open your hotel room door with it. You can pay for things with it. You have to have it on when you enter the park. You swipe it. Some assholes out there in this world, because they're assholes and they're idiots, um, disassembled, took out the RFID chip, and found a surgeon who decided, sure, I'll implant this under your skin. Huh? One person says, one person of all, all these idiots who've tried it says that she was successful, but she has no proof of it. I think she was lying. Wow. Yeah. So they're trying to get uh, us to Demolition Man very soon. Holy crap. So wait, hold on. Let me, let me just process this because I'm very familiar with the whole scanning of the wristband or the badge because that's what they do for Comic-Con. Yep. New York and San Diego now. Uh this wristband, is it meant to be permanent, or do you buy replacements with every... Oh, you can buy replacements, but the RF, RFID chip inside will always contain your data. Um, and it should, you know, be able to... You should be able to transfer from one to the other. I have three magic bands. They all do the same exact thing, because all of my data is on those. They're all linked. They're whatever. all linked. So they just okay. take the RFID chip and implant it under their skin. That's what Comic-Con should do, number one. But number two... The implant of the skin. So that is very within the realm of possibility. Yep. I'm just curious. Like, I want the proof. I want the proof. I want the proof, too. Yeah. That they just scan their wrist and they're able to do all that stuff. Star Trek sci-fi shit. Yep. Violation. And and then I just saw um, a commercial for Japan 
uh, talking about all the Japanese technology initiatives that are moving forward, and a lot of it is biometric scanning. And there, I it didn't even say the company. Yeah, it just showed all of this people going through this biometric stuff, like a woman getting her eye checked, and then she's able to take cash out of the ATM. But no company. It just said Japan, and I was like, that's what. Fucking creepy. Well, that's like China with the human animal hybridizations that have already happened. And that's how we get COVID. Do you like COVID? Because that's how you get COVID. It's happened. You like ants? Because that's how you get ants. They're trying to organ they're trying to harvest organs. So they're crossing pigs and humans. And I'm you know, it sounds like conspiracy theory bullshit or whatever. It's all there. It wasn't somebody eating a bat, it was someone becoming a batman. Or, or fucking a pangolin. <sighs> Those poor penguins. <laughs> My cousin is stationed right now in Alaska. He's in the army. Yeah. One of the first things that they train you. Right. Not very fun. first things that they train you when you get up there. Yeah. Please do not have sex with the animals. <laughs> That's some shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Somebody did not listen to the rules. The fact that that rule had to be stated means somebody means created that up. rule. Yeah, Every someone so- made it a reason that they had to follow these rules. Do not have yeah. sex with the animals. Really? Thank you. Yeah. Can I download Grinder? <laughs> <laughs> um, some of the shit you can find on the Sorry, internet. Tinder obviously. for the straight boys. <laughs> oh, now I understand. <laughs> 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 you know what I would say. Uh, yeah, some of the shit on the internet obviously is very fucked up, but man, sometimes you crawl down these rabbit holes of things and you stumble across shit that you never wanted to see. Yep. Like a shark with a human face. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Google it. I feel like I need to see this. So <laughs> I Googled buddy cop movies. What'd you get? Uh, Bad Boys. Bad Boys is the fucking ultimate buddy cop movie. Chips. But Lethal... Oh, well, that's TV series. Oh, why? Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> Did you pull up Shark with a Face? It looks like a KKK member. Let me see. Oh, yeah, it's the one. It's got the cartoon eyes. You know what came up recently? And yes, Bad Boys, I guess, does count, even though they were both kind of similar. Um, oh, Bad Boys absolutely counts. Um, you shot me in the ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I come, I come like the thunder. Um, <laughs> the blue dress. What? Came up again recently in a conversation with Wesley. What blue dress? The black and blue dress. Oh, what color the thing was? Or, or was it white and gold? I don't know where... It got pulled from, but you must remember this. There was a conversation in 2015 about a woman posting a picture of a blue and black dress. And half the people in the world said, no, that's a white and gold dress. You don't remember that? No. Oh, I don't talk to him. I'm going to talk to you, this one here. <laughs> this is five I remember ago. that, but I remember it more. I remember like the, like Yanny or something else. Like there was something like. Yeah, there was that voice speech. I, that's uh, the one I remember more distinctly than a dress. I finally, because I've always seen it as blue and black. Always, right. always, always. And then somebody did something. They, I think they lightened the contrast of the picture. Yeah. I finally was able to see the white and gold that everybody 
else had been seeing the other 50% of the population. Do you think that was something to be attributed with like, say colorblindness or do you feel like that's like a, I don't know. Studies, the Mandela effect. Scientific studies have yet to describe an actual 100% reason why some people saw blue and black dress and some people saw a white and gold dress. But the image had to be manipulated for you to see the other person's perspective. Right. So what does that say? That some people are programmed for something and some aren't? Now I'm going to show him. That dress. You don't remember seeing that on the internet? And oh. what, what color do you see? Uh, right now? Yeah. Black and blue. Okay. Bring it back. Uh, now I see like blue and gold. I kind of see the gold, but I would, I would originally say that it's black and blue. It is black and blue. Yep, I, there is I, no gold I, whatsoever. I in see that what picture. people say when they say gold, but it's not. Yeah. That's not that's, what reality is. That's the original, and then I went digging through the internet because I was like, "This is pissing me off. Why am I not seeing what other people are?" And then, uh, yeah, finally somebody posted something. I was like, "Oh, I, now I see it." So again, is it colorblind? That makes me feel like it's a colorblindness thing. A certain percentage of the population is definitively not able to, you know, recept certain color. Oh well, yeah, that's white and gold. That's definitely white and gold. But like that was definitely not white and gold before. No, they adjust the hue. They adjusted the hue, and I was like, finally, it's like looking at one of those magic three posters. It took me forever to go cross-eyed enough to be able to see what was the image was, and I find, and then I got it, and I was like, it's a boat. <laughs> it's a schooner. It's a star. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So a schooner is a sailboat. Stupid head. <laughs> you know what? There is no Easter Bunny. I bet you it's when I yell. Could be. It's it crackles. Hey. No, maybe not. No, no. You just scared the people downstairs. <laughs> Give me that money. Okay. Sorry. God. Sorry. Sorry. You don't get eleven months on the <laughs> Oh, sweet Jesus. Um, so I'm... Are you going? See you later. I love that we have two fridges. I got to get some pint glasses we can throw in there to keep them fresh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have some at home, too. You know what I mean? I love that we... As I crinkle, 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 there crinkle, we go. Crinkle. I can edit this out. Um, <laughs> I love that I just plugged that in two hours ago, and this is That's pretty damn cold. Nice and ice cold. What, the, the, was it out of my fridge? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That thing's the business. No, mine took forever for anything to get cold, but yeah, it's a but little tiny thing. Plus, I had to move cold. it because they shut the entire power off over there. Yeah, and can't figure out how to turn it back on. Over there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Hey. Da, 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 da. Did something, yeah. What the hell? What the hell? What the, what the hell? hell? Are you adding new things in there? <laughs> I was like, what I was the trying hell to record that? things. That's a new one. Right. So it's the Dark Order singing Cody Rhodes' theme song. Bad Boys. Oh, that's, that's what funny. that is. That's funny. It's a BTE skit. I think I saw that. I've been slowly starting to watch BTE now. It is fucking hilarious. Cop and a half. Cop and yeah, Cops and Robertsons. Cops and Robertsons. Cop and a half was Burt Reynolds. Oh, that's right. Yeah, when he was trying to do a comedy career in the late yeah. 80s. Kindergarten cop. 21 Jump Street. It's not the Tuma. 21 Jump Street. Oh. 21 Jump Street legitimately is a buddy cop movie. Wouldn't know. Right along? Really? Jonah Hill. You really have that much of an aversion for Jonah Hill? 
I haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street, and I love Scorsese. Oh, dude, you have to. Dude, dude, no, I'm serious. I'm like, oh. I'm serious now. I'm, dude, dude, I'm serious. This is the end was his best role where he gets Look. raped by a demon as himself. <laughs> Please promise me you'll watch Wolf of Wall Street for three primary reasons. Is it the one where he's so... Um, so high on quaaludes that he has to stumble out of the... Yes. Yeah. For one, for how high Leo plays the character in one scene. <laughs> for two, how white Jonah Hill's teeth are. All right. It is freaky. And okay. three, the straight man in you and the Margot Robbie scene. The, any of those scenes. I do love her. Scenes. I do I, love her. I My love God, her. My favorite one. Did I see Gil Gadot was going to be in... Um, Murder on the Nile. Is that the next one that she's in? Oh, maybe. She's in that one with... Um, she was in the Orient Express, right? Was she in that? I think so. I don't remember no. that. That was Daisy Ridley, maybe? Yeah. Daisy Ridley was in that one. Yeah, I just saw a preview for um, no. Murder on yeah, uh, Death be in on that, the Nile. Uh, oh, I think the Netflix one with The Rock and um, Deadpool. That's, that's the Kenneth... Oh, yeah. That's the Kenneth Branagh yep. series, right? Yeah. Of those movies? Agatha Christie stuff. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna go back and watch Murder in the Orient Express. I haven't, I haven't seen any of that. I saw the old one with Alfred Finney, but those. Anywho, wow, <laughs> another tangent. That's or way, what were we talking about? Who the, the fuck way, knows? Buddy cops. That was the way. Miss Miss Congeniality. Mm, oh, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. And I like me some Sandra Bullocks. Bullock? I wouldn't. Call, I would give the Heat. Yeah, more credit for that Wait, because I, that's a straight out buddy cop film. Uh, Miss Congeniality, awesome. Benjamin Brad is in a little bit. Um, but she she's like buddy cops with a few different people in that. Michael Caine as the Henry Hill character. Yeah. Mm. The, the heat made me love Melissa McCarthy. Made me love uh Joey McIntyre more. <laughs> we gotta go down to the dark <laughs> to save Barbara. And, and Jane Curtin honks the horn and just drives by giving her the finger. Who is that? My mother. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I want to see a movie with just the family. We talked yeah. about this. Yeah, we did. I I like Dying Wish. Like Bill Burr was he in the family yeah. too? Yeah. Okay. And uh, Michael Rappaport was the Michael Rappaport was the main brother. Man, we mentioned Michael Rappaport twice tonight. Yeah. Shit. One more time. This world might cave in on itself. Deep Blue Cop Sea. Land. He's <laughs> <laughs> Deep Blue Sea. We both, pulled, we both pulled one out. Yeah. Copland. Oh, fuck. What did he talk? Was it? He talks about. Uh, or LL Cool J talks about, you know, a hot woman in your hand can feel like a second, but a hot pan can feel like forever. Yeah. And Michael Rapport's like. That's the smartest thing I ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> and I went to MIT for eight years. <laughs> the, the funniest thing is that to think that Michael Rappaport could have gone to MIT for eight years. Yeah. <laughs> Copland is my favorite Scorsese film that Scorsese had nothing to do with, but everybody he's ever worked with in his life is in that movie. And so by proxy and permutation, he directed it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He's just like, his presence was so felt even though he wasn't. <laughs> It's like you know what you know what a movie is a lot like that is uh, True Romance because it was written by Quentin Tarantino but it was filmed by Tony Scott. Yep, and you, it's like it's like Tony Scott was puppeteered by Quentin Tarantino the whole time. Oh yeah, he had his essence going through him. He really did. And then after that film, Patricia Arquette went on to do something called Holy Matrimony, where she marries a twelve-year-old Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Because I just heard that on How Did This Get Made? What? Yeah. What? 
Yeah, she, she was like peak hotness in True Romance. She was, but yeah, she marries a twelve-year-old Joseph Gordon-Levitt in Why? Holy Matrimony. Is she, she's married fuck? to a guy who's part of an Amish community in Canada. He gets killed, and because of their customs, she has to marry the next person in line in the family, and that's the twelve-year-old brother played it, by a very young Joe is, Gordon-Levitt. Is it a comedy? Kind of. If you can get through the creepiness, <laughs> can you sift through that creepiness? That, yeah, that reminds me of uh, that movie with C. Thomas Howell, where he had the attraction with the older woman. I forget what it was. It was kind of like The Graduate, but it was like an '80s comedy version uh, of it. Well, Harold and Maude was the first one that really right. started that trend. Wait, what came first, Harold and Maude or The Graduate? <laughs> I graduate, think The I Graduate, think. 68 for The Graduate, and Harold Maude was 73, yeah. 72, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great buddy cop films as well. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. My favorite buddy cop film, Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> uh, okay, since we're on the topic then. Yeah. Ideal. Buddy cop film. What do you mean by that? Like, who would you put together as a buddy cop movie, and why is one of them Samuel L. Jackson? (laughs) 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 Well. Uh, uh, Also, does Stop or My Mom Will Shoot count with Sylvester Stallone and Estelle Getty? 100% Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh... <laughs> and why is it Sam Jackson? Because it's, it's always Sam Jackson. Did your brain go anywhere else besides Samuel L. Jackson? Actually, so that's mine. Did mine went to Jackie Chan? How about Samuel L. Jackson and Jackie Chan? That'd be how, hilarious. How, how, yeah. How about the best buddy cop duo in all of the MCU is Sam Jackson and Phil Coulson in Captain Marvel? I would see that. I would see a spinoff of that if it was just that. Men in Black. Will Smith? Men in Black. How did I forget that one? Will Smith know. and Tommy Lee Jones. That would be in my top five. Men in Black yeah. would be? Men in Black would absolutely be. They are agents. They may not be cops, but they are agents of two very he different was a backgrounds. Cop. Yeah, he was a cop. I wish you I, never I, learned what Agent K's... Was he, a, was was he the police... The the postal service worker before Ooh. he joined, I yes. think so. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I would say I would absolutely yeah. put that in top five. Um, too bad TV wasn't included because otherwise I'd say True Detective season one. Oh, absolutely! Oh, I would love a movie like that. Yeah. Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, just them two. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Oh man, the fucking shit that uh, McConaughey pontificates in that is ridiculous. Yep. And now I'm trying to think. I couldn't even think of my own great one. It would be maybe Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. Which that is already a thing, is it not? Is R.I.P.D. R.I.P.D. was um he was with no, Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Bridges. But no, there is I think definitely not top five. Oh no, uh, Hitman's Bodyguard. It's not a buddy cop, but they're paired up together. Okay. So I've never seen it, but I, I know either. that they're paired together. Yeah. In it. I knew that there was a pairing between those two already. I was like, Nick Fury and Deadpool? <laughs> Again? <laughs> Sign me up. Excuse me. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, So I guess what I would find is the most interesting would be like, here's one cop. This is what he's really good at, and it's kind of fucking awesome. And then here's another cop, and he's like kind of the opposite of that, but they complement each other well. Riggs and Murtaugh. 
Riggs and Murtaugh. That's my standard. Yeah. The buddy format cop is formula. tried and true. Let's face it. The, the format is absolutely tried and true. But but I also like the fact that like so rush hour. It's like this dude's really good at martial arts, right? And he brings that angle. So like I would bring in like if Tony well he's Cha- more he's the the more serious by the book where Chris Tucker was the street talker. But it could also break him out of his shell. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, Would yeah. it have actually started Holmes and Watson? Say what? Would Holmes and Watson be like the very first buddy cop? Buddy cop I guess type technically, serial. Yeah, I guess so. Because I am thinking, well, obviously the original, but like in recent, I would say more towards the Benedict Cumberbatch, Martin Freeman version, as opposed to the Robert Downey Jr. Jude Law. Because you get a lot of... The actual uh, of Watson's yeah, background I, I, and his I, history. Yeah, he was like a soldier. And Jude Law in the Holmes movies was more. He's very quiet. Yeah, I think the dog said more. Yeah, <laughs> very reserved. So I just I'm just thinking now, like my brain. Yeah, so that's my brain at this time of night. No, I feel that. You know what I liked? I'd like so. All right, you want buddy cop all time pairing. That has to have Sam Jackson in it. Sam Jackson and Jeff Goldblum now. That Ooh, actually, a, I would watch that. That would be a buddy cop movie I would want to see. I would totally watch that, yeah. And it's just like I want them to go off book, off script, just riffing through a general plot. There seems to be uh, 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 a, a problem up here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want him to bring a little bit of that lost world, but then like a little bit of the Grandmaster. <laughs> Chaos is... Uh, uh, Unpredictable. Uh, yeah. And then would, a little bit of like the uh, Independence Day kind of. Remember him and Will, him and yeah, Will Smith? They worked well together in Independence yep. Day. They did. Not a buddy cup, but. No. Not a buddy Good cup. Pairing. Like Good pairing. Good pairing. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know? Oh, okay. If you had to recast the Golden Girls for 2021, who would you put in? With female actors? Female actors. I, that's another Can one. Can I use IMDb to do a little quick research right now? Of over 50 actresses? Because they were all over 50 when they got cast originally. They all have to be over 50? Salma Hayek. <laughs> Is she, did she make the 50 super already? super hot. Yeah. <laughs> about Selma Hayek and Fran Drescher? Two voices that would just be like, eh. Oh, oh no, that's no, just no, too eh. crazy. I shouldn't do. Um, so one of them would have to be super, super hot. So... Is Sofia Vergara over fifty? I think she's late forties. Late forties, I would I, I would tend to agree with Ellen. I mean, we're not talking super hot, but Ellen. Ellen would have to be one just for the the soul. The funny, funny. The funny lesbian. Yeah. Coverage, right? Um, You'd have to throw in an African American actress because Golden Girls never did. That's true. That's true. Um, Angela Bassett. Oh, I would love that. Angela, but you know what? She's just so good on 911. I'd hate yeah. to pull her from mm-hmm. that show. Dude, that show. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Marsha Warfield is still out there. I would love to see her do something again oh, since Night she, Court. I've been watching Night Court lately. I love that. I love Night Court. I love that the very first uh, prosecutor was in the, uh, sang the duet in uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light. That was her. The no, one who played Billy, the one with the short blonde hair, was the sang with meatloaf in Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Holy shit. Blew your mind. You fucking certainly did. And then Marky Post replaced her, right? Yep. Holy fuck. That's Marky wild. Post. I'd love Mar- to see her in something Marky, else. 
Marky Post would be perfect for Golden Girls. Yep. And then you just bring Betty White back as the uh, old timer. Oh, we need to keep her preserved. Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, she's the. Oh my Elizabeth, God. She's way too hot. She's but over you needed 50. a hot one. Oh, oh. Uh, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. What the hell's her name? Fucking, I forget her. Jane Austen? No. No, Jane. It's Jane something. Seymour. Jane Seymour. Don't know where I keep pulling these out of. <laughs> Glenn Shaddix. I don't know where I pulled that one from. He was always Otho to me. It just it just came like... Mayor just... of Halloween Town. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, what do we need? Whoopi. Whoopi. Ooh, I don't Whoopi know, I like was it. great in the stand. Yeah, I like her on the she stand. She really was, was good. good. Mother A. Yeah, Mother A. She I knew she good. had to come back enough. In a way, towards the end there, I knew she had to come back. I was like, you can't get Spoiler whooping. alert. Yeah. I just heard she was narrating The Con. It's a TV series recently. My mother was watching it. She loves those murder shows. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to hear Whippy talk about penises and, and cunts in, uh, in the aristocrats. <laughs> she is the face of ABC now. She can't do that, which is, you know, Disney. Right. Uh, um, like that time way back when when Ted Danson came out in blackface. I had she, to show Wesley a picture because it came up in an episode of Community. Yeah. Like, this is more offensive than the Ted Danson roast of Whoopi Goldberg. And he's like, what was that all about? Here's the picture. Here's the photo <laughs> evidence. By you, the way, they were dating at the time. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Do you think that went over well between them? I'm pretty sure he got her permission. Like, he must have talked to her about it. I, you think so? It's a roast. You know, it's anything goes. Yeah, the roasts are pretty bad sometimes. Dean Martin pulls out his dick and then just dips it into Lucille Ball's <laughs> drink. And <laughs> he started for did, wait, did it. Did that actually it. Yeah, happen? Created a new drink. No. I was about to say. I'm like, <laughs> Not on the wow. videotapes. <laughs> Not on the videotapes, but it did. Behind, behind closed doors. But he didn't stir it. She took it and stirred it for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Vanessa Williams? <gasps> she needs to do more, too. What is she? Are she had big success with Ugly Betty recently, but I'm trying to think there was, there's got to be something else that she's done. What about Dionne Warwick? <laughs> See, Vanessa Williams would be the great Dorothy because B. Arthur ruled that set I was when she was say, on it. B. Arthur. Who would be it, the B. Arthur counterpart? Vanessa right? Williams. You actually n- nailed it pretty hard on the head. Pat myself on the back for that. That's, I would guess. We need our whiteboard and our new space. Yeah, we do. How old's um, Maggie Cho? I, Margaret Cho. I, Late well, 40s, I would yeah. think. think. If she was in the 50s, she would be perfect. I too. just saw her in Face Off. Yes, I just watched Face Off again. Well, the last 10 minutes with the boat scene. With the boat scene. <laughs> and the fucking happy ending. Like, oh, my son was shot years ago, but here's a new son. <laughs> oh, fuck. Daddy, I'm sorry I shot you. You should be, you fucking bitch. I know I looked like somebody else in this implausible plot, but come on. You should have known it was me. Uh, A devout Scientologist. A devout Scientologist. Dead. Who's I don't know. I just John Devolt is still alive. Dead to me. His wife, though. Dead to you? Dead to me. Why? What affliction did he give to you? Scientology. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tom yeah. Cruise, though. Dead. I've been. <laughs> yeah. 
I just had nothing to say, so I just said Ted. I think I'm like four Mission Impossible's behind too. I can't even remember the last one. The last one had like a parking structure. Have I told you why I have an affinity for Tom Cruise? Because he puts his ass in the line, all the time. I've said that right. Yeah, his dick. He broke his ankle. Filming, that. he fucking climbed a Dubai tower. Yeah. But He's got what a he suicide death wish for our entertainment. I respect that. What he did to that crew, though, I get that he put a lot of money behind the new Mission Impossible, but that was bullying. That no. was bullying, and that was treating people with disrespect. No, I disagree. Really, I wholeheartedly. Do. If people were being irresponsible, uh, like. You did that. I did not. Did I do that? <laughs> See, <laughs> the board is with me on this one. <laughs> I just feel like if people were in fact being professionally irresponsible, and he in fact was the benefactor on the set, where say insurance claims or yeah, there's a lot riding on that, but that could have maybe, been handled very differently. Maybe he could have been a little bit more genteel. I don't think he said anything offensive. I just think he was very stern and direct. See, I'm also very biased because I'm listening to the Leo Remini podcast, the oh, uh, yeah. Fair Game after, and I watched all three seasons of um, the Aftermath. And what she said on a recent podcast after that was released, after that audio was released, that's exactly how David Miscavige t- treats people. And Tom Cruise is best friends with David Miscavige, so right, he picks right. that up, that kind of behavior from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So, like, I if I spent that much money, my ass was on the line. We're doing work, which most of Hollywood can't do right now. And he was able to pull strings, get that done. Mm-hmm. I get it. I may have reacted similarly, but it might not be the best way to to react to something. I I think it was less out of line than say Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good for you. <laughs> oh, good for you. Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. Then why the fuck are you walking right through? Ah, uh, da 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 da, like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? Yeah, that one's a very out of line. That's more out of or, line you know, than anything that Tom Cruise said on that Russell Crowe in anything. <laughs> 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 I, I like. Oh Gladiator. wait, that was another buddy cop. Him and uh, Ryan Gosling. That movie is highly underrated too. It really is. I That's love that one. Really that, and it's movie. written by the same guy who wrote um, Lethal Weapon. That's why it has that feeling. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Although that's Iron Man three. Iron Man three. A hundred percent. Shane Black. Shane Black. Shane yeah. Black. I thought it was director, but it was Richard Donner who did the uh, Lethal Weapon series. Um, yeah. Why am I, the name is? It's not the other guys because we talked about that. The nice guys. The nice guys. Thank you. Yeah, that movie's awesome. That is a very. It's subtle. Yeah, but it's awesome. Does LA Confidential count because there were three cops until Kevin Spacey's character dies? <laughs> uh, uh, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, Lethal Weapon always has Joe Pesci as a third character sometimes. Or After two, Chris Rock. two, two on. Yeah, is, uh, Joe Pesci. There's always a third or fourth person. Well, Chris the... Rock didn't show up till four. Gilbert right. Gottfried and Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great, but I also feel like Gilbert Gottfried's weight. Well, I guess not. I don't know. I also want to say Jules and uh, mm-hmm. uh, from fucking Pulp Fiction, but they're not cops; they're assassins. <laughs> it's the same, but different. <laughs> it's the same, but different. Exactly. Okay. 
I'm back. I forget. <laughs> I, I forget what, what we were saying. Um, okay, going backwards, Russell Crowe. Oh, <coughs> people who were uh, nasty on sets. Tom Cruise oh, recently. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Uh, and I, how he's dead, too. What about Seven? Morgan right. Freeman and um, Brad That's a Pitt. good one. Yeah. That's a good pairing, I'd say. Yep. What about Tom Cruise? No, no, sorry. Uh, Tom Hanks and Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> that volleyball had so much personality. It charisma. <laughs> the way it bobbed in the ocean. Good times. <laughs> it was quite buoyant. Yep. <laughs> you could count on it uh, to float on. <laughs> <laughs> Wilson. Wilson. My name's Vaughn. That was from Family Guy. What? <laughs> <laughs> What about uh, Howard the Duck and Leah Thompson? They're, I mean, they weren't cops, but they were a pretty good duo. Charm blank. Howard oh, I know Duck. it. I'm just not responding to that. <laughs> Nobody, he wouldn't entertain my Howard the Duck reference. <laughs> what about Bright? Anybody? You watched that. I watched, I watched Bright. Bright. Yeah, I'm not even going to give that credit. Of of the Will Smith pairings, that's was too long. Yeah, it, it was. was a little too long. I like the idea. I like the concept yeah, of if it. If they made a TV series, I would have been okay with it. I yeah. lo- I liked the... But he would never do a full TV series. I liked the orc better than I liked Will Smith. That yeah. was the other thing, too. It was like, I'm rooting for the wrong guy here, I felt like. you know, Or no, I was rooting for the right guy, but like, I felt like the movie was centered around, centered around the wrong guy. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. felt like it should have been more like on the other guy. You yeah. know, I think that movie would have been the movie I wanted to see. But, oh, that's just me. Yep. Will Smith can't be a uh, supporting character in a movie. It's in his contract. <laughs> <laughs> At least not for... Uh, well, is it like um, every big name in the Fast and the Furious, they all have in their contracts that their character can't lose? Yeah. They can't take the hits. Oh. And if, if they give, if they take the hit, they have to give one back uh, like twice as hard. What? Yeah. So like... Are you in, serious? in the fight scenes, that's yeah. why the Jason Statham rock fight scenes never end with a winner. Because they so all right, so you're also talking about a part of the Fast and the Furious franchise that I'm completely oblivious to because I checked out after four. Hobbs and Shaw. You didn't watch that, did no. you? No. Okay. All right, so four was the re intro of Diesel. And Paul Walker. And Paul Walker. And that was so bad. So that was so bad that I was like, I don't think fuck this shit forever. They really died and I felt bad. I don't think they really got into the whole like big name thing until five when the rock showed up because that the rock just changed everything. Yeah. Yeah. So four was like bringing fast furious back. So it's pretty much fast and furious one all over again. Okay. Because Tokyo drift really didn't have anything to do with that until almost Fasting Furious 8. And they brought that back around? They reference it. That's not really there. But the kid's not back, right? No, the kid makes an appearance as the kid. Oh, he does? Yeah. That's like the Avengers of like non-superhero it, It's weird. And they're still making them? Yeah. They're going to go to space next. Probably. And I think in 8, they jump out of an airplane with their cars and parachute. Did oh. they chuck a missile? In... Hobbs and Shaw, he caught a helicopter. Fuck this. Fuck yeah. that shit. <laughs> Fuck that shit. It's not possible. In the ride at Universal, Vin Diesel does that. 
Yeah, he, uh, he catches the helicopter, but the way that the CGI is, his body is the same size as the fucking <laughs> helicopter. It's like King Kong. It's an awful ride. It's an awful ride. By the way, I got two words for you. What's that? Teddy Perkins. Dude, you watched that already? I am done with Atlanta. Dude, unpack all of your Teddy Perkins feelings right now. It was clearly Donald Glover because his his mannerisms mimicked that of when he and Abed switch places for a day in season four, you know, the gas leak season. They switch bodies. Yes. And he had these mannerisms of a very uptight person. Yes, like on the spectrum. And I could clearly see Donald Glover coming through and I was like I was not disappointed. Yeah. But it was a fucked up episode. Like completely tonally off from any prior or following episode. Yeah. It's a one-off. By you the way, watch it as a one-off. FX had full-on flaccid penises. What? Oh, don't play like you didn't no, see really, the episode. No, which episode? I've gone. It's the go, episode. I know. I'm just. I just swear to God, I was like, oh, what? Have you finished? You finished Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the episode where they go to play a concert at a college and they're wearing pajamas and there's a fight that happens because that asshole started a fight, pushed a girl down the stairs Oh yeah! and then yeah, they yeah. start running and they run to a frat house that is going through an initiation. Initiation. That's right. That's right. Yeah, okay, he remembers yeah. the penises <laughs> full on, full on, full on, like a row of a dozen guys with sacks over their heads. Cause they're dicks. Cause they're dicks. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, but yeah, you saw them and, they were nice to look at. Not a row of dicks. Not <laughs> a lot of black dicks in this white fraternity. <laughs> kind of uh, disappointed by that. Uh, but, <laughs> well, Teddy you know, they'd win. Um, <laughs> You're like, I, I was talking about dicks. I'm, I'm only sorry. six inches, baby, from the <laughs> ground. Um, <laughs> Teddy Perkins, that was a weird <laughs> fucking episode. Okay, like the so brain that's of black Donald- dude and white face, right? Was that appropriate? For this situation, yes, absolutely. But it wasn't. He he and his brother were both African-American, but they both had the skin pigmentation issue where it got lighter over time, and that's why they were both sensitive to light. I thought one... I, so what I took from it, and I watched this a bunch, and maybe I am wrong, I'm not too sure, but I thought one had the problem, and then the other one tried to match it. It could very well have been that. But yeah, because they they showed the picture of the brother playing piano and he was younger. He was an African American. Right. Um, But yeah, I think. Have you seen this episode, by the way? He doesn't watch Atlanta. Oh, dude. Uh, You don't, right? No. I haven't started it yet. It's good. It's good. It's some some weird shit. The Fubu episode, that was good, too. Two examples of white face in Atlanta. And, well. Remember the kid? Yes, yeah. Oh my god, and that god. was so funny too. And he's just like, <laughs> but also I, like they they cast a black actor to play Justin Bieber in oh, an episode, yeah, yeah that's in the true. charity basketball game, which was a weird choice. But right, excuse me. Obviously, they didn't get Justin. They got Michael Vick for an episode, but yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta. Yep. But the Falcons have other players. I'm just saying, why yeah, do you pick the one that is known dogs. for dog race, uh, dog racing, dog fights? <laughs> it's probably cheapest, even though he doesn't even... He probably needed he, the work. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah, all he does now is he's an analyst in somewhere. Yeah. 
Good times. So, number one, that's a good show. You should definitely watch it. It's on my list. I just haven't watched it. Teddy fucking Perkins. Teddy Perkins is an episode that sticks with me. I've watched it several times to analyze it inside and out. Like, um, I like Donald Glover's uh, stand-up. I just haven't watched yep. Atlanta. It um Because, for, for me, it took a while because I knew how funny he was and how brilliant he was, but I also saw some of the dark aspects of it, and I was like, well, is this a comedy or not? I'm walking out of this loving this show, still not really fully grasping if this is a comedy okay. because it delves into some pretty deep issues. It's in, Yeah, it's a little ambiguous yeah. with some of its stuff. Yep. His girlfriend decides that they aren't looking for the same thing so they break up they have a daughter together and now she wants to move in with her mother and he's kind of a homeless brilliant person he left Princeton because he just didn't want to deal with it anymore it's there's a lot where you're like there's a lot of real life stuff a lot of real life situations is this a comedy the when paperboy was getting his hair cut yes (laughs) that episode was hilarious hilarious Um, because the guy cutting his hair was like, we have to leave the shop. I got to go this place. And he's like, he'd only gotten like half of his hair cut. And like every time he sits in the chair to get the rest of his hair cut, something, something else happens. pops up. Yeah. He has to go steal lumber from a construction site. Yeah, he promises <laughs> to buy him lunch, but it's actually just leftover lunch on the construction at the construction site. Like, well, he never asked what it was. <laughs> yep. Um, so it's it's funny. It also, t- it's unexpected, too. It surprises you. So, like, for example, the uh, episode that opens with these two kids that are like, oh, I got nothing to do today. That was the season two opener. Yep. Yeah. The, oh, uh, Florida Man. Florida Man. Florida Man. Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. He didn't mute us. So now we get to talk about Brian as he leaves. So. So tell me how you really feel about Brian. Teddy Perkins was a oh my god though, so, it was it was it was almost like the plot of whatever happened to Baby Jane, with um oh you, I know there's a little gay inside of you there. Has, I swear to God, it's, it's uh, Joan Crawford and Betty Davis, black and white. Okay, Betty Davis plays an aging child star, Baby Jane. Okay, uh, taking care of her sister who's uh, handicapped. She's okay. confined to a wheelchair. All and right. the two of them have a very contentious relationship, so Betty Davis basically tortures the shit out of her sister. Oh, shit. Um, keeps her locked up in places when there's company over and stuff like that. Very similar very to... Very Teddy Perkins. Yeah. So it's literally that. That's probably what that episode's based off of. Yeah. Directly. Most likely, but it, yeah. I... Yeah, I did not see a problem with anything that happened in with the white face. I, yeah, yeah. Because it inherently was a part of the storyline. Yeah, it very much was. So, but the kid was definitely whiteface. Yeah, <laughs> I was like clearly whiteface. And they should. He's in two I, different no. classes wearing that makeup too. Oh yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> the eyebrows. I, I loved it so much. I made a gif of that. I I send that one out casually as like a you up kind of text. <laughs> <laughs> Effective at grabbing attention. Yes, it is effective. <laughs> um, and speaking of big dick energy. Boom. What buddy cop are you watching now, sir? Psych. 
Oh, Psych is a buddy but, cop but TV, it's a show. TV show. It's a TV show, yeah. Yeah. Very similar to the Holmes Watson dynamic, too. Yeah. If I was going to say TV show, I mean, like, you got Elementary, Almost Human, Sleepy Hollow, um, Cagney and Lacey, X Files. X Files might be at the top of the list for me. Yeah. Like, if we're going to go TV. It, to an extent, one of my favorite shows from the <laughs> 80s, Quantum Leap. Brilliant scientist and a hologram. Yeah. They were always together. You know, if they remade that show now, the things they could do. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was CGI. What was the guy's name again? Um, Ziggy was. Ziggy. Yeah. Ziggy was the handheld. It was the first handheld device. It was. Yep. He was just walking around with a cell phone. Made out of clear Lego set. But (laughs) I loved it. I loved that show. Uh, What was your favorite part about Quantum Leap? I love the time travel aspect and then bouncing all over the place. Yep. So leaving each time like the man to find his way home, the man out of time aspect. Yeah. I think that's part of what made, um, the incredible Hulk show. So good is that he was roving all over. So like every episode was a completely different thing. Yeah. It wasn't, um, highway to heaven. The same thing. Wasn't Michael Landon like, you're talking to the wrong person on that one. I got nothing. Am I that old? I remember Michael Highway Landon. to Heaven. I just never watched it. I never it. watched it either. I never watched it. I just it. remember it like he was an angel who was... He was an angel, I guess, on Earth, walking around, being Michael Landon in a fucking denim tuxedo. Yep. <laughs> in that beautiful, glorious mullet of his. That mullet. That mane. The poor Michael Landon and all the cast of Bonanza. The most surprising thing about Ted Danson wearing blackface in that photo that I saw yeah. was the mane of hair that he has in it. That, I do not remember him having that much hair. Watch uh, Mr. Mayor on NBC and Peacock. He's got the oh, no, I do. mane. Yeah. Well, no, he's got that nice slick back covering his bald spot. But, but at mean, the time, this was curls. Oh, yeah, yeah. Curl, yeah, yeah. like perm kind of <laughs> hair. Sure, he had a perm. And I do love... Mr. Mayor, because Tina Fey and Robert Carlock. I love that combination of writers. 30 Rock, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And they work well with Bobby Moynihan in in tow. He's he's been in all three series. Rachel Dratch has been in all three series. Bobby Moynihan's been in all three series? He was in 30 Rock when they were making couches for Couch Town. Um, And he he and his team were so incompetent, they couldn't even build the right couch. Oh. Yeah, in yeah. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, he was the non-feminist Fran who uh, was on the reverend side because the reverend kidnapped women, and he's like, that's where they need to be. <laughs> <laughs> he had uh, the right idea. Uh, <laughs> women should be treated as captives. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, Rachel Dratch was in all three as well. Yeah. I loved uh, Rachel Dratch in 30 Rock when she was the blue thing that... Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> that Tracy saw when he was off his meds. Yes. That was that great. Oh, it's a good one. Oh, dude. 30 Rock, please. So, Jack Donaghy, played by Alec Baldwin, is from Waltham, Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he plays like he's from Waltham, Massachusetts. I'm going to forgive Julianne Moore's accent because <laughs> she is so funny in that show. But you know what, though? So, me and my friends, we've always had this basic saying that, and this is very bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is bad. We go, we go, uh, a Waltham 10 is a Massachusetts 4. 
That applies to a lot of towns in this state. I'm sorry. I just, we're in one of them right now. We're not in Waltham, though. No, but uh, I was downstairs We're in a earlier. prison town. Yeah. As, as we start to narrow down our location. I was uh, downstairs earlier. So, but that was Waltham a long time ago. I'm sure Waltham's really nice and the women are nice and all that stuff. But The bar downstairs is often treated as the last chance saloon. So. The last chance saloon. <laughs> Uh, what are you doing oh i'm going up to the prison next for the conjugal <laughs> i gotta get my drinks first yeah so the, inherently a prison town is is that i mean you have families that move to towns that prisons are in because it makes it easier on their lives right yeah so it's like you know effectively you have a town of criminal this is like the australia of massachusetts a Waltham 10. Are you getting a call? I'm getting a call. Okay. It's fine, though. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. They can leave a message. It's Is important. it important? I don't think it's important. Are you important? If it's important, sir? I'll get a voicemail right after, and I'll call back. I think that was just more of like a, a check-in thing. How like, you doing? How's everyone like, doing? Like, should I put dinner in the oven for you? Ooh. Or like that kind of thing. Very nice. Yeah, it is very nice. That is very nice. I like that. Perks. Perks of living a miserable life. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you know. I know. You know. Yeah. I yeah, I I'm living with the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I should say an additional person should be living in the house that I'm living in right now. There you yes, go. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Effectively so. Yeah, exactly. When, when does that happen? There needs to be a lot of work done before that can happen. And that I'm talking structural not just cleaning structural not because... just cleaning not just emotional st- actual structural oh, so a whole what... lot of emotional <laughs> so <laughs> what i'm hearing is he needs to soundproof oh probably that's what i heard it was we a weird do, way of him saying it but that's what i heard. do enjoy our time together so now I, so don't know if that will change once he has moved in completely no but will you guys Go there, where you're at, or will you go to where he is, or will you find another place as The location of where my house is is a great location because it's a dead-end street, and it's close to a lot of things. It's also great property, so the idea is to look at refurbishment loans which are the actually if you walk by my desk at work yeah. i'm probably looking at a 203k and figuring out if i qualify for a 203k where i can refinance the mortgage that's already on there and include in, uh, construction costs because that needs to happen that house needs to come down and be rebuilt with more rooms more space and a panic room <laughs> a panic room <laughs> In a torture chamber. To throw my mother into it. And the button will be on the outside. <laughs> you might call that a cell. You might call that prison. But it needs to happen. Owen! 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 Buddy cop! Buddy cop, yeah! <laughs> Billy Crystal and Danny DeVito killing a mother. Uh, oh, all, Crisscross. I, I don't know why, but you saying Billy Crystal just immediately made me think of City Slickers. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I just saw the Funny or Die video where it's his character in Westworld. (laughs) He's actually a robot. That's great. Talking to the third Helmsworth brother. (laughs) That's great. Billy? 
What? I don't know what his name was. I just called him Billy. You just put Billy, Billy, and Billy. Luke Hemsworth. I. I, I don't he's know. the shorter of the shortest of Wait, all three. Is he the one that played Thor and Ragnarok in the stage play? Yes. That and one. They're doing that again. I saw on oh, movie preview. Yeah. Do you see who's playing Hela? I saw who's playing Hela, and I was just wondering what she's been in recently, especially since Barb and Star came out, and she was nowhere to be found in that film. Yeah, we were obsessively talking about it earlier. Uh, Melissa McCarthy is playing Hela in the stage play recap in Thor 4 of Thor 3. So remember in, in Thor Ragnarok? Did you see it? Yeah. Matt remember? Damon. That was my favorite Thor. Yeah. And, yeah, it's the greatest Thor, yeah. They recapped Thor 2 in that little stage play. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, doing yeah. that again, but they're going to recap part 3 and in, in, in 4 and Hella is going to be played by Megan McCar- uh, Melissa McCarthy. Okay. Yeah. I'm all She looks on- good in the photo. Yeah, she looks funny. She, it's going to be great. Okay. Yeah, so things need to things need to happen. That's the most unsettling noise. Too. I know. It's like, 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 is it a I'm power on the airplane surge? in my ear pop? Yeah. Like, I feel like, get ready for takeoff. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have to leave it in because we're talking about it. I know, right? Well, are we going to hear it? I don't know. I'll find out in the playback. Yeah, I guess we will. And if it's not in there, we can cut this all out so that people will be like, what the fuck are they talking about? Nothing. We're, we're going on airplane trips? What? <laughs> we're... This could eventually become a lost episode because nothing could be usable. We're tearing houses down? What's happening here? I have a couple of those. There's like 48 earthquakes going on simultaneously right now in this world. (laughs) Apparently, Iceland has been having it for the past two weeks. That makes me nervous. Yeah, because there's a few volcanoes in Iceland. Do you know in February, Antarctica was 70 degrees? That. You ever see that movie 2012? Yes. Well, here we are. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's Nine years late. later, but... <laughs> yeah. It's a little late, but... There. Or the day after tomorrow. There was a lot of those end-of-the-world yeah, catastrophes. The 2012 was what, the uh, the plate shifting? So the whole world but fucked up? The Wait, day what? after tomorrow was a weather-related event as well, uh, but that was like a polar ice cap. Yeah. Uh, the polar... No, 2012 was good. Um, had Cusack... Yeah, John Cusack when he was doing more mainstream films. Um, Woody Ch- Harrelson, Chawali Okafor, or whatever. The uh, Russian guy in that, the old Russian guy, yeah, is in Pusher, and that's one of my favorite movies. Okay, <laughs> I was trying to think of Pusher. Pusher is so it is. Is that the one about teleportation or no. the one about bullets that can be? Uh, there's no. one called Push. No, Push. Yeah, you're thinking of that one. No. Pusher is directed by Nicholas Winding Refn. Oh, and no it was, idea. <laughs> no, I know him. He's the guy who directed Drive, Valhalla Rising. No? I know Drive. I know Drive. So think Drive, that, that cinematic style, yeah. about a guy who gets fronted drugs and has to... Okay, so Pusher makes sense. And has to sell it, like, but like he basically gets screwed. So it's like A to B, B to Z... Like, he has to basically recoup the money in all the meantime. Yeah. That Russian dude from 2012 is breathing down his neck trying to, like, uh. get money back from him. It's oh, a really good Oh, we movie. are the Millers. You got that mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the what J- Jason we are Sudeikis. the Millers pretty much ripped off, yep. if anything. Um, also, big shout out to Jennifer Aniston stripping in that movie. Indeed. To 
to stroke. I think it's to stroke me, right? I forget the song "Stroke Me." You know? No, maybe it's been a while since I've seen that <laughs> film. Uh, well, she does have like two or three where she starts stripping. Or, well, or that's that's the best one is in "We're the Millers." She no, does, like she, there's two or three times that she does it because he meets her at the bar itself. No, with the sparks. Oh, the, with the sparks. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, the, yeah, I know like what the, talking about. Yeah, and she pulls the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's the best one, yep. obviously. And the, and the steam comes out? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, it's like I'm talking to the guidebook of sexy women in movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're looking at the wrong guy here. <laughs> no, see, you're hiding it. You're hiding it. It's in there. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yes. That straight man's right under the skin. I have issues. <laughs> <laughs> He's there. I have issues. <laughs> Someday he'll come in and there's a secret cam in here. <laughs> I've already changed in here. He has right in front of me too. The, the, the key is to whoever sleeps here first. <laughs> it's specifically in our lease that we cannot use this to sleep. Oh, but who's going to be? Exactly. There's no fucking windows except you, for the one in the back. Right. And to that extent, you probably wouldn't want to sleep here because the power would go out and you'd freeze to death. <laughs> I don't know. It was like 97 in here. Really? Thermostat all the way. Who the fuck? All the way up. What's wrong with these savages? Uh, better not be on my invoice for April. <laughs> Heat. $7,000. You're like, what the fuck? Is this Texas? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I was just, <laughs> Sorry, just, I just brought say, it kind of real, yeah, too. You just made it super fucking real. <laughs> you made it super fucking real, and you also were like, oh, yeah, this infrastructure of natural, like, positive green energy that completely failed a, a state. Like, whoops. But, uh. The other thing that goes to it sh- wasn't the green energy; it was the deregulation and the fact that they were not prepared no, on their power grid. I know, but that is like the. But co- I think the windmills. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, green energy works most of the time. Most of the time, when they're frozen solid, yeah. you don't want to go. Would think. You don't want to go putting solar panels in Alaska, okay? Because half the time... But apparently in an Ar- Antarctica, <laughs> where the sun is shining at 70 degrees. 70 degrees. Can you imagine that? Oh, we're fucked. 70 degrees. Like That's good stuff. A warm, like, blustery 70 degrees in the Antarctic. You could do solar panels in Alaska. You just don't have sex with the animals. <laughs> Rule two. <laughs> we're fucked. <laughs> Not just this country. I think we should no. probably end it there before this yes. goes further. We, As we the should, human we, race. Yeah, we should end it with shark with a face. Shark with a face. Shark with a human face. Blue dress, white dress. <laughs> so I, I wholeheartedly think that that was probably America's first true example of the Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, probably. The insurrection would be the next one. That never <laughs> happened. That never happened. What? <laughs> I was watching MSNBC as it happened. Never happened. It was Antifa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he looked at his watch like no, he, he looked at his wrist like he's wearing a watch. Like, <laughs> I was, I was he's scratching. Like, he's like, he's like, like guys. Which, he's like, which one of these arm hairs is going to get me out of this? <laughs> I was scratching, and I don't want to like look down like, and poke myself we? in the eye. Who are we? Look at this. Who are we, Jerry? 
Who we? Who we? I gotta get the fuck out of here. Oh, we should though. (laughs) We really should. So yeah, I'm gonna shut up and let Brian finish this off. Shark with a face. Shark with a face. That was shark with a face. That was weird. Weird. Teddy Perkins. Teddy Perkins. No, what you should do is go watch Jackie Chan sing, fucking Rolling in the Deep. Which that made my day. Yep. It saved me from what film was that? uh, Skip tracing. Okay. That was in 2016. Did that come out in the U.S.? <laughs> With Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. That was the one thing. It was like, it was like this is an all-Asian cast except for Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Yeah. He's just hanging out. Like Moxley at, <laughs> at New Japan. At yeah. Fucking New Japan. Yeah. <laughs> That's a buddy cop movie, technically, I guess. Yeah, I guess Even so. though he's a con man, but, yeah. you know. I'd like to see a buddy cop movie with Moxley and Kenta. Oh, I think they would just kill each other. <laughs> They'd probably just kill each other the whole time. <laughs> All right, shark with a human face. You hear me spitting out a poisonous ink. I'm poisoned to think what I can do when I'm on the brink. A back to the wall, a villain when I'm ready to brawl. I'm killing, it's really it's silly how I'm messing with y'all. Speaking, it's easy to see me coming through in the clutch now. Duck down, profound sounds, dropping like touchdowns. Cursing and verses like missing persons, you never find it. Go and rewind it a second time if you need reminded. But shit, a contradiction might better define it. I'm grinding to sharpen the talent instead of bitching and whining. Culture refining the perfect pressure to press a diamond. It's in your time and not what you wear when you say you're rhyming. As far as I'm in, I'll never make it to raise an island. Call me an island, I'm solitary in my confinement. Forget my elegant eloquence while I'm relevant. Carefully dismantle your status just for the hell of it. Heavy like an elephant, desolate while I'm reckoning. It's strictly just for the benefits evident in my death. And now the residents fear the presence of melanin. Malevolent supremacists speaking venomous sentences. Forget the precedent, get a taste of your medicine. The tranquilizer dart to your face, embrace the sedative.